Hello, I'm Greg. Uh, I present on MKFM every day. And on a Saturday, we do Dons on Saturday, which is a show all about MK Dons. I'm joined by Toby Locke. Hi, everybody. Whose job is to write for the MK Citizen. Thanks for that. The sports editor. That's what you get paid to do. I get paid to present here. And today, we are joined by Conor McGrandles. Hello. Hello, everyone. Who is a professional footballer for MK Dons and gets paid to play football. That's what we're doing here. I mean, you're properly spelling this out today, aren't you? Really spelling it out. And this is the podcast of the show that's going out on Saturday. So from one o'clock, this show goes out every Saturday on MKFM. uh, But we record it in advance and we podcast it. And this is just to introduce that podcast. So I assume that this can now be played into the MK Don's dressing room while everybody's getting ready for the game. If they liked, it wouldn't really be very motivational. Connor, that's your job, mate. Download it. I'll put it forward to them. Yeah. So being a podcast, it means there's, there's no rules out here it's like the wild west of radio <coughs> podcasting so we can if there's anything you want to get off your chest connor before we sort of go on air you can well you can't really go that crazy you can like <laughs> you can criticize brands. the coffee that greg's just made you you can name brands and you can swear but <laughs> probably don't do either of those things swear quite a lot to be fair so i mean anything you want to get off your chest before we go on air no nah, nothing You're, nothing that comes to mind now oh good right okay fine uh because last week we uh we just slated people who had listened to this podcast, which we need to mention. We do need now, to mention. So someone on Twitter reviewed this podcast and said, he had 11 followers, by the way. <laughs> he said it was awful and it sounded like neither of us wanted to be there. Um, and then what happened on Saturday at Carlisle, Toby? Um, somebody asked me to pose for a picture. I mean, me, of all people, <laughs> to, to pose in a picture. And the picture was later tweeted out by a certain person who may have slagged us off. It was the person. Turns out he was a fan. Yeah, the person. Turns out he was a fan. And his son was a mascot at Carlisle on on Saturday. (laughs) So the person who had abused us and said it was rubbish had then asked Toby for a picture. You're welcome, David. Saturday. So make your mind up. But thanks for listening. (laughs) So uh, what you'll hear now is a jingle, and then the audio you'll hear after that is taken from the radio show on MKFM. You can always tune in live as well, one till three on every Saturday. Dons on Saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke, MKFM. Welcome, uh, Connor. How are you, firstly, to start off? Not too bad, thanks. How are you? Uh, I'm fine. We, I should stress we record this in advance, so it's not, because it's one o'clock, it's not like you're about to, to <laughs> you're just missing out on you're the... Not just dipping out for the on, warm-up. On Sorry, Tiz, um, I've got to go and record a radio show with two idiots who sit upstairs. What goes on uh, on a Saturday morning for you, usually? Um... Not much to be fair, just trying trying to relax before the game. Uh make make some breakfast. They've got a new roommate, so um big Stuart Moore's living with me, so I think he's he's a bit of a cook. And yeah. uh, hopefully he's, he, he makes my, my pre match on Saturday morning and then and then just get ready for the game. Is there any um benefits to living with a goalkeeper like when you do the weekly shopping, can he carry more? He can, and he's he's built like a Greek god, to be fair, so he can carry a bit more bags is in that, that sense as well. Is that why he's constantly asking for his pictures? I think so. Yeah, for his Instagram so. he knows, page, yeah. He knows he looks good as well. Yeah, fair is enough. This, oh, I don't follow him on Instagram. Is, is there a lot of posing going on? Oh, all the time. Are you having to take them as well? No, I know me. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to take pictures. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, that's your excuse. What, so he's better at the cooking. Uh, does that mean other chores fall on you? Sometimes. Um, that sometimes means I need to clean up, but uh, I'm not, as long as he makes me good food, I'm not too. That, that you're perfectly happy to do. I, d- I do, I do uh, give my hand. To be fair, yeah. Sometimes, 
Um, I, actually, I had a question about some of your um, mates uh, at the Dons, which we'll get onto in a second. Now, Connor, you signed um, along with a lot of other players under Robbie Nielsen that came from north of the border. And a lot of the Scottish contingent has since left for various different reasons. Does it get a bit... Uh, do you feel a bit lonely as a Scotsman at MK Dons at the moment? Yeah, I'm flying the flag myself now, aren't I? Um, yeah. Uh, everyone's left. I, as I, I was saying, I lived with Stuart Moore. Uh, I used to live with Nesbitt and, and Robbie Muirhead, so I got really close to them. Uh, so it's been a wee bit lonely since I left, eh? Uh, whereabouts in Scotland are you from? Uh, a place called Cumbernauld, which not many people will know, so it's, I, I mean, say, Falkirk, which is in between Edinburgh and Glasgow. Right, I was going to say, I didn't even yeah. understand the words, never mind <laughs> know what it was. But you've got history with that, haven't you? Yeah, so this is the embarrassing thing. My family are from Glasgow. Glasgow? Yeah, is that good? <laughs> <laughs> but I've not ever been. Don't worry about that. But I've got a Scottish family. Um, so when I go to family dues and stuff, everyone's talking Scottish. However, uh, when we've interviewed Aidan Nesbitt before, which is what Toby's um, talking about, he's very difficult to understand. I think he makes no effort to help you understand. Mm. I think he plays up to it. I think there was a little bit of tomfoolery mm. going on when uh, when Greg was trying to talk to him. Uh, and I, he said something to me pre, pre-interview. He said something to me. I didn't understand what it was. <laughs> and instead of saying, because you don't want to be in that situation where you're like pardons or whatever, I just stared at him blankly. He stared back blankly and then your media officer just went, mm. right, shall we start this? Uh, he, he definitely knew exactly what he was doing there. Um, really? I've heard him, heard him order a few Nandos and they're all saying what and that and, he, and then he goes even more Scottish to Did make them not understand. I'm like, I better, I better give you a hand here. Oh, well, <laughs> this is a question. Did you understand it? I understand. Sometimes I, I find it hard but then I like play it in my head again and then I get it. So it wasn't just us? Mm. Did you ever have to act as translator for the rest of the dressing room for him? Loads of times. Yeah, excellent. Loads of times. Does it? That's a question. Does it come? Uh, does it affect things on the pitch? Like if you're shouting for the ball or whatever. Well, to be fair, for me, I think everyone understands me. Yeah, um, I'm a bit softer spoken than him, uh, and I don't really know about everyone else. To be fair, because I understood Nizzy whenever he played, so it was alright for me. So you're in the perfect, unique position that mm. you understood him and everyone else. Aye. But you had to. This was your excuse to the manager why you should play. Exactly. So like, I can be. I can be a translator on the pitch. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Us might be. A, can you translate the French? Yeah, go. Anything for some minutes. Right. <laughs> Dons on Saturday joined by Toby Locke from the MK Citizen. Hi, everybody. And Conor McGrandles, who plays for MK Dons, and you scored your first goal on Saturday. Yes, first goal in, th- I think, about five years or something. Congratulations <laughs> on you. that. Um, up at Carl- Carlisle away, so unfortunately, most Dons fans won't have seen it because it's quite a long way away. Mm-hmm. How have, Is that something you've been trying to do, score, or is it just something you've not worried about? Obviously, try and score because um, that generally kind of puts your, your stamp in the game if you're scoring. Uh, but I've had a few chances recently. I've just not managed to, to score. Uh, I thought I should have scored at Newport. Keeper made a belter to save and uh, I missed a wee bit of sitter, so I'm happy that I ended up scoring at the weekend. Is it something you've been uh, watching back at all or anything? Think I have you- because I've, I'm not used to it anymore. Yeah. I've not scored in ages, so I've been looking at... Uh, I've watched that a few times, I My missus has been showing me and everything, she's quite happy. No, what, what happy with your goal? <laughs> like, she doesn't know anything about it, but she's like, oh, that looks good. You're like, yeah, I know, I scored it. <laughs> and you're like, this is great. Did she comment comment on the first touch? Because I thought the first touch to take it round the defender was pretty impressive, actually. I, she's no, but a few of the boys have they've been saying that um, if I had any muscle in my chest, then 
uh, with a bounce out the park. So I was say if, if Chucks was trying to bring that ball down, it just pinged straight off out so of play. lucky that I've got a wee bit, bit of pigeon chest. <laughs> uh, and it just fell right back into place. Now, um, Toby has got a grievance with your celebration after the goal. Yeah, it sort of looked like you didn't really know what to do. I mean, maybe it was because you haven't scored for five years or... It probably was. I was trying not to make too big a deal about it. Mm. Um, and because we didn't start the, the game great, uh, I think they started quite well, to be fair, and we scored a bit against the wrong place, so it was... I didn't really know what to do. I didn't want to over-celebrate. I, didn't want to I was in front, of, in front of their... In, proper in front of their fans nah, as well, I wasn't I? Um, so I, I wasn't really hanging about it, but as you said, I didn't really know what to do. Like you were lost a little bit with scoring. So oh. next time, are you more prepared now if you score today? I, well, when... Uh, Nesbitt was here he had a celebration for me and it was for him but I can't really do that anymore oh no I know you've lost all your Scottish friends I know so I can't do it and you've lost your celebration (laughs) (laughs) what are you going to do well can we provide one I don't know what what sort of thing I mean we've seen you dancing in the dressing rooms we've seen you singing let's hear it for the Dons quite a few times um I don't know well I think I think we may have to play a record and think of think of something that he can he can come up with Uh, We obviously record this in advance because the game is kicking off at three o'clock today against Newport County. Um, Connor, before the game, you've got music on in the dressing room and I've heard that you've been promoted to dressing room DJ. Yes, since I was Reese Healy before uh, and since he left, there's been a few people who have juggled in around, but I'm now... The cemented DJ. What's the like? What's the audition like? Like, what? How do you get to be the dressing room DJ? Well, f- for me to be fair, it was just like I didn't like what anyone else was playing, so I thought I've had enough of this, and I'm going to stick my phone on. So it was and like an like, aggressive takeover. No, it's not. It's, a few I, of the the more experienced pros were behind me. Yeah, uh, I think they like my music. By experienced pros, do you mean the older lads? The older lads, yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wondered if there was like a audition process, like having to send a demo reel in or something. But no, it's more of an aggressive takeover. I was taking it. Your DJ until you get kicked off. <laughs> yes. Um, so, what are some of the songs then that you play in the dressing room to hype everyone up? They're all, they're all great. To be fair, um, we got Phil Collins, "Can't Hurry Love." I didn't ask if they were good, Connor. We'll uh, be the judge of no, that. They will be good. I just want we got a Billy Ocean. Uh, love really hurts without you wham I'm your man things like that so this is so people's sort of stereotype of footballers might be that well just younger people in general would be maybe more in the grime scene at the moment or something like that but you've gone for very sort of off centre choices yeah to be fair um, the stereotype is quite right I think 99% of the people do listen to that kind of music but um, I'm quite glad that my dad forced me to listen to all this good music can you imagine as an away fan as an away team, sorry, walking into Stadium MK and they're walking past the Don's dressing room thinking, oh, they're getting G'd up and they can hear Phil Collins. That's going to throw them completely. I think it's a genius idea. Yeah, it is. But I'm just surprised that they let you on the, the decks. Do you have decks in the dressing room? Just got like a big speaker. All oh, right. Yeah, with, a connect fo- your phone with a phone. I'm surprised. Yeah. Come on, Greg. It's 2019, mate. <laughs> well, I don't know how it works. Is there any motivational speaking as well from you? Not from me. I just let the music do the talking. So, like some DJs, like wedding DJs especially, will mm-hmm. talk. You know, like drinks. The bar's still open till ten. <laughs> you know that kind of thing. This one's for Tracy. But How many weddings have you been to? <laughs> I've been to at least one. Um, have you? Uh, there's none of that going on from you. To be fair, Louis was speaking to me. I think it was the Carlisle game, and he says after football I should be uh, like a, a DJ, and I was like, you can be my first, my first party, your fortieth party. And, <laughs> 
Uh, I'll be the DJ for free. So, for free? Well, just for Louis. All right, okay. Um, I was going to say, that's not how the, the DJ business model works. Don't promote yourself for free. Forcing Greg out of a gig. <laughs> um, so who does the... Is the, is the motivator? Do, like, do you each, each other up in the dressing room? Yeah, there's, there's certain people who, you know, like to like to do that kind of thing. Tiz obviously has his, has his team talk and then uh, the coaches will, will join in as well. But often... If it's players that's doing it, it's going to be like Russell Martin or, or Louis, George Williams like to like to say a few things as well. So it's kind of the same people um, that do that kind of stuff. I, I don't I don't find that that works for me doing it. I, I like hear, hearing people say it, so I, I keep quiet when they're all doing it. It's interesting that he's mentioned Russell Martin because he was sort of, we've told players like that are brought in as an experienced head, but it's interesting that they jump straight into the sort of uh, getting everyone together in that dressing room situation. Yeah, he, he kind of. I think he's obviously he's been in a football environment for a long time. So when he came in, it was just as if he'd he'd been here for ages, and uh, he's a really great guy and really friendly. And um, I think he wasn't scared to jump right in and and say his piece. Did you know him from when you were at Norwich? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, I was quite young then, uh, and it was really good with all the young boys. Really, really good. So um, I was really buzzing when he came. Because it's your one friend now. The Scottish players have. Why, I'll consider him Scottish. <laughs> yeah. You would. Yeah. We've missed out a song, maybe, Connor, that you're most famous for. Um, we've seen the clips on the MK Don's Twitter of you singing post-game. What song is it? It is Denise Williams' Let's Hear It For The Boys. Now, you've changed the lyrics to that. I have, yeah. Now, it's always good to, to try and come up with a chant. We've always wondered how chants start in football. Um, so you've changed it to... Let's Hear It For The Don's. Right, genius. Is there any more lines that you've come up with? No, really. I just find myself saying words sometimes, and I said that in the tune, and I've not, I've not really thought anything else through yet. How often are you listening to Denise Williams? That that came into your head. Quite a lot. So if, if my, I'm in my car and it's on shuffle, I'll turn that right up and then uh, listen to it quite a lot. Sometimes on repeat. Anyway. Okay, we need to come up with some more. Were lyrics. you quite happy though that when um, you scored, Don's put it out on Twitter that the, the, the picture and they had let's hear it for the con. Were you happy with that one, or did you not? Did you not think that really scanned well? I didn't think that, that was great, to be honest. With you. No. <laughs> yeah. Anthony in the corner there, carrying away. Um, right. Well, I think we have to ask you, having you in the MKFM studio, please, to do a rendition of "Let's Hear It for the Dons." Do you want me just? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Let's hear it for the Dons. Paul Tisdale, we talked to. We've MK Dons have been in a a bad run, um, and it's about holding their nerve. Uh, to get through to the good run and keep up the positive play? I don't think it was that bad that we had to sort of question all those topics. I think you know, we had to give it some context. We had a, a poor run, but we were still in a good position in the league and we've you can see how quickly things can change in one week. So we, we knew that we put a couple of results together. Things can change very quickly. I suppose the challenge, like always, is the next game. It's the next few games. It's turning those good results into more um, and we'll be doing our very best to do that and we've essentially had two um, victories in a row it, do you think is it not a run until the third I yeah I'm slightly dubious as to call it a, a turning form because they won two games in December didn't they that came at, at the end of a pretty poor run it sent them top of the league which I thought was was strange and these two wins have, have sent them from eighth to fourth again and you know yes the spirit is 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 much better and it's always better for everybody when you win games and I I am just still slightly dubious to say that they're back on course until like you say they win 
a third game or a fourth game will show some sort of consistency in their form. Two games, you can't really form any sort of pattern in two games. I'm proud of you, Toby. At the uh, press conference with Us uh, Cisse ahead of the Dons match this afternoon, you did you did some good you did some Greg style questioning. I did. I'm very I did. happy. I was about. thinking about you because um, you went there. Yeah. Um, we see you a lot on social media. You're probably the busiest player on social media. How important is it for you to to put your personality across to the fans on those social medias? Yeah, I like like to be. My personality is like no like football football player on my own. No, I like to speak with everyone. When everyone texts me, I'm replying. And yeah, I'm enjoying it. And we see you playing FIFA a lot. Who's, who's the best in the Don's dressing room? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> for me, for me, that's me. But we, yeah, we've got like a good player on FIFA, like Walshy, Dylan. Is a, Dylan is a geek. Mm. I can tell you, <laughs> Dylan is a geek. And OJ is good as well. So yeah, we've got like good player. But you're still, you, you have the crown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see who the real geek is, Oos, when you're in the studio for Duns on Saturday. Well, didn't you? You've challenged a few people. Delhi. Yeah, and didn't you? Didn't you ask Patrick Bamford for a game as well, or did it? Was it that Delhi slagging off Patrick Bamford? Yeah, no, I don't think I asked Patrick for a game. Um, you just knew you'd beat him. Nah, just no knew. need. Sometimes yeah. you just know. He was too nice to to, to beat anybody. I wouldn't, either, wa- wouldn't he? I wouldn't want to beat him. You know, too nice. <laughs> I talked to Paul Tisdale earlier this week about how satisfying it was to be winning games again at MK Dons. It's satisfying to get the results, of course, but it's very pleasing to um, to see how the players have acknowledged the the challenges and I've asked them, demanded of them, but asked them to do certain things and they've done it and got some results from it so I'm really pleased that they've they've tried really hard and you know I thank them after the games just for you know win lose or draw but they've actually tried to they really really tried to do the things I've asked them to do so it's great when the results come as well it was a bit odd the losing streak we were on we couldn't really put our finger on what was going wrong all of the defeats were a bit different and strange weren't they there was never really a common thread between them. Sometimes they were just playing poorly, like at, at Cheltenham. Sometimes they were two goals up, as they were at Bury. They threw away goals at, similarly at, at Northampton. There was never really a, a theme to any of the defeats. But I mean, hopefully, they've managed to get over that crest, and they're now, you know, into a into a decent game, uh, run of fixtures, whereby you'd look at the games and think they should be picking up points here, and and hopefully that that rough period's at an end. Well, I don't know if this is right or not, but. It seems like nothing major has changed to start winning games. Other than the goalkeeper and a change in midfield, it doesn't really appear. But I, mean, I mean, it's personnel change. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. Like... Um, on, on Saturday, they switched to a, a flat back four for the second half, which completely nullified any sort of threat that Carlisle had. Um, but that's just tactical stuff, you know. Formations change all the time during games. I think it's just a confidence thing. I think now that now that the players have got that sense of why can't we beat these teams why can't we we win away from home they've got that off their chest and now i think what well obviously as we said earlier it needs to they need to back it up they need to have you know a few more wins before we can say that they're fully out of it but i think now that they have the confidence to say do you know what this this losing streak isn't going to last forever um and now hopefully they're 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 at the end of it Mm, hopefully they start doing that today against newport county this afternoon dons on saturday with Greg Burnett and Toby Locke, MKFM. What's a great show again 
Toby, if I may say so. And we sounded so enthusiastic too. And partly because of Conor McGrandles. Thank you for joining us. Uh, any, have you got a review of your time here that we can and add? Studio. Yeah, that we can add to the pile. No, really, the coffee was good. Yeah. Okay. Coffee great. Was good, <laughs> so the feedback is the coffee's good. Yeah. Um, and it seems that we've got maybe a few of his song choices in the system. So that may mean that if there's a if there's an opening up or if you want to take a holiday, Greg, I'm sure Connor can step in and yeah, spin, the, spin open, the wheels are still. I'm open for that, to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be all right with the buttons and everything? It's not hard. Maybe not the buttons. I could just tell people to play what song. Okay. And then well, get a wee bit of help after. You don't get that much. Like, <laughs> we're bottom rung of the ladder as radio presenters. There's no one here to press the buttons for you. Um, is there anything you didn't like? This is podcast territory, mate. You can be as rude as you like. No, to be fair, I think it was all good. Oh, good. well, there you go. We'll add that. So stuff you, David, with your, it sounded like they didn't want to be there and it was awful. I'll have a picture of Toby Locke. And Conor McGrandall, who you were cheering on in Kyle after he scored, I said it was all right. <laughs> so I love, I love the fact that you can put out one tweet and that defines you forever then. Yeah. If, you make, if you make a slightly dangerous tweet back in 2012, that's it. You're, you're definitely brandished with that, with that brush forevermore. Mm. And this poor David, he's... Um, He's going to hate us forever now. Yeah, probably. I don't know if he still asked for our picture, though. Not, not our, Greg. He didn't ask for your picture, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you, Connor. Best of luck for this afternoon, which isn't going to be this afternoon, for Saturday. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Spread the word around the dressing room. Tell them it's not actually that scary to come in and talk to us two idiots on the radio. Oh, what do you prefer? Here we go. Oh, okay. What do you prefer, a press conference or this? This. Ah, it's a bit good. more relaxed, this. Yes, mm. very relaxed. Good. Are you trying to say that that weird little shed-like room that we interviewed you in at, at Newport was, wasn't as relaxed? Because that was an odd little room. No, quite why they found us this, this strange little cubbyhole. I was a wee bit scared. <laughs> Even though it was only us, us in the room, I was yeah. still a bit scared. Yeah, well, at any time, someone was just going to lock that door and we'd be stuck at Rodney Parade for God knows how long. It was, it was a dank little room. Oh. Well, good. <laughs> Thanks, I wasn't there. Uh, thank you, Connor. Thank you, Toby. As always, uh, we'll be back. Uh, we're on air one, two, three on Saturday. If you want to tune in live, and uh, also the podcast will be out next week. We will finish with, as always, with a clip, and it's only right I think because we've talked about chants and we've talked about Scottish players that we finish uh, with me awkwardly singing Aidan Nesbitt's song at his face. Oh, we've got Aidan Nesbitt. Oh, he joined the Dons from Celtic. Oh, he never gives the ball away.